0: Hello and welcome to the Cat Mass Day Chronicles. We have exciting, interesting and powerful stories from cat owners about well-being. I'm your host, Michelle Adams, the founder of Chatty Cats Care, a professional cat sitting company. Join me as I dive deep into conversation with cat owners about their individual journeys. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. This episode is brought to you by Chatty Cats Care, London's professional cat sitting company. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Cat Mass Day Chronicles. So we had a brilliant interview with Ridge from Wolf Body Works Fitness last week. He mentioned that now more than ever is a good time to start something that can benefit our well-being, such as walking, running or working out. But if you're like me and wondering when or how to start this fitness journey you can just begin by doing something easy and achievable each day and gradually building up from there. I personally cycle to work every day and to meet friends and this has helped encourage me to get out and be more active. It's also a much safer way to commute considering our current situation. Ridge also spoke about his cat Fifi and that sometimes she follows him around the house if he isn't feeling particularly well. This is so sweet and cats are such caring and empathic animals. So it inspired me to make an episode about why cats make great pets. So I've owned two cats in my life, but I've always been surrounded by cats the whole of my life. My grandma always had cats around and I practically lived at her house as a child. I'd spend at least two to three days per week at her house. So cats have always felt like part of my family and I couldn't imagine my life without them. I also love dogs and other animals. I've also owned two hamsters before but I've always just being around cats and felt connected to them. The first cat I owned was called Scooby. We got him as a kitten from my uncle's girlfriend's sister. A bit of a mouthful, but her cat had kittens and one of them was my beloved Scooby. This cat was one of the most unique and funniest cats I have ever known. He had black fur and he was so sweet, but so hyperactive. He was so into everything, meaning you could literally turn your back for two seconds and he would face plant into your bowl of food. I remember my mum and I were in hysterics because he had this obsession with eating Weetabix, which if you're not from the UK, is a wheat-based cereal that we have here and something you could never imagine a cat really liking. (laughs) Um, We had never known other cat to have such a strange and unique taste for human food like Scooby before but we embraced it and as long as the food wasn't harmful for him we just went with it so he ran so much even though he loved food he ran so much that he was such a lean cat he would love to explore my local area I live next to the River Thames but also outside my house there are a few community garden spaces where the local cats like to chill out. We had a few cat neighbours such as the Ginger Tom who lived upstairs and two other cats who live next door to them and a small dog who lived next to us. The ginger tom was not Scooby's biggest fan at first but he gradually started to take him under his wing or paw should I say and he knew that this kitten needed to know the ropes so he taught him which was really sweet. I would see them playing together and if Scooby got too excited or too playful he would put him in his place (laughs) so he was like a big brother to him. Unfortunately, not much over a year, we sadly lost Scooby. He passed away. We used to have a problem with teenagers coming into our neighbourhood with mopeds and one day we think they scared him so much that he just ran off and got lost. He was missing for a couple of days and we were distraught and didn't know what could have possibly happened to him or where he could have got to. We had him microchipped but he also wore a collar with his name and contact details on. We were contacted by an animal rescue organisation and a nearby jogger had reported hearing faint meow sounds under a bridge above the water. We apparently heard, He apparently heard it for a couple of days until he reported it but then the rescuers got there and it was too late. Honestly Even thinking about it now upsets me so much. I was still quite young at the time, probably around 13 or 14 years old. I'm now 31 years old and it still affects me to think about him. I don't really think you ever get over losing someone you love, regardless if it's a human being or an animal. But moving forward, a few years later, my mum didn't really want to get another cat because we were still really upset about Scooby. My nan had also passed away around this time, my mother's mum, so this was another heart-wrenching situation for us. My nan owned a cat called Jerry, And I remember when I found out she had a kitten. I was around the age of nine to ten years old and I was so excited. She had another cat too, which was a tabby cat called Tom. But he could be a bit mean sometimes and he wasn't always super friendly. But I still loved him regardless. He later died of feline cancer, sadly but he was also the brother of the new kitten, Jerry, as they had the same mother. Jerry was nothing like his brother, Tom. He had this amazing long black and fluffy fur. When he was just a kitten, he had these piercing blue eyes that eventually turned yellow. But he was the most kind and sweetest cat I have ever met. I don't think he's ever scratched or bitten anyone before. He just has this caring and kind nature about him. So when my nan sadly passed away, my uncle decided to take him home to live with him and his girlfriend. But I don't think Jerry was very happy with them. But I was only a child at the time, so I didn't really have a choice about where Jerry lived. But one year my uncle and his girlfriend decided to go on holiday and they asked my mum if she could look after Jerry and of course I was delighted and begged her to say yes. So we had Jerry over at our place and he was a little timid at first but he knew us so it was okay. I think he was still a bit traumatised over the loss of my nan and then moving in with my uncle and his girlfriend, which wasn't very pleasant for him, but as I said, he recognised us so it didn't take him long to feel at home again. So back to my uncle, well, my mum thinks that she was tricked into keeping Jerry for good, Due to the fact that my uncle and his girlfriend returned from their holiday and never came to our house to pick Jerry up again. I personally believe in that old saying, everything happens for a reason. And I believe that Jerry was destined to be our cat anyway. So we kept him and eventually we started to let him outside into our community garden, which is basically on our doorstep. He was an outdoor cat before as my nan lived in quite a large house with a garden so we did feel it would be quite cruel to just keep him cooped up in a small flat and not let him outside. But up until now we haven't been able to get a cat flap so we leave the door ajar with a cushion so he can come in and out as he pleases throughout the day. He's quite a nervous cat, so he doesn't feel brave enough to go outside with the door completely closed yet. Rolling the clocks forward, he is now the ripe old age of 21, and he looks damn good for his age, by the way. If you haven't visited our Chatty Cats Care page on Facebook and Instagram, be sure to have a look now to see some photos of Jerry on there. He is the most sweetest little old guy you would ever know. And we never have thought he would still be going strong in 2020, considering he first came into our lives when I was just nine years old, and I'm now 31 years old. It's crazy. He has some kidney problems. He's had them for a few years now, which is unfortunate, but expected. But he takes daily medication, and we seem to have it all under control. And he's happy. He also eats cooked chicken breast and white fish, very spoiled. (laughs) But it gives him the correct amount of protein he needs to stay fit and healthy. Also, there is a big misconception that older cats just don't like to play with toys and they sleep all day. This isn't actually true. And I think if you try a few different types of toys, you will eventually find one that your cat loves. For example, Jerry loves catnip or anything with mint inside, including my tea bags, don't ask, but after a couple of years of thinking he didn't play out of our own ignorance, we found a catnip dangling toy on a stick and he absolutely goes crazy for it. It was like he found a new lease of life and the way he played was almost like a kitten again, so... If you are one of those cat owners that thinks that your cat doesn't like to play, I would recommend going to Pets at Home, for example, or looking online for a pet store that sells a wide range and variety of toys and try a few different ones. So, after that long introduction about my amazing cat, Jerry, I wanted to make an episode about why cats make such great pets. They're just so amazing. And I'm sure other cat owners would agree, I'm not saying that other pets such as dogs or other types of animals are not amazing because they are, but animals are so different and cats just have this unique side of them, unique quirks that other animals may not possess. For example, cats can really improve your mood. If you're already a cat owner, no doubt you quickly realise the amazing effect that your cat has on your mood. Whether it's being greeted with a pet first thing in the morning or the daily rubbing around your ankles when you first arrive home in the evening, the positive impact on their presence is undeniable. But what's more than this is that research has shown that cat companionship can help alleviate feelings of loneliness. Cat Protection revealed that out of 600 people surveyed, 86% of people who owned a cat felt it had a positive impact on their well-being. While 76% believed that pet ownership made coping with life easier. So we definitely have a lot to thank our feline friends for cats can also reduce stress one of the key characteristics of a cat is their purring which is more than just a merry sound a cat's purr fluctuates between 20 to 140 hertz a frequency range that has been proven to be medically therapeutic and stress reducing so the next time you're feeling stressed have your cat gently purr by your side it could be just what the doctor ordered. Now, I'm going to tell you something that you may be even more surprised about. Cats can help strengthen our hearts. A study carried out in Minnesota's Stroke Institute in Minneapolis, revealed that over a 10-year period, cat owners were 30% less likely to die of a heart attack or stroke than non-cat owners petting a cat is so good for our health that it actually reduces blood pressure. These are statistics we can definitely get on board with and some children feel even closer to their cats than their siblings. Speaking of children, the National Institute of Health found that children under the age of one who are exposed to a cat were less likely to develop allergies and this includes more than just pet allergies. If you have a young family, they will also benefit from having a feline friend around. It turns out that a cat's curiosity transfers on to others, and in particular children. Owning a cat has been shown to ignite children's interest in nature and the world around them, Plus, studies have revealed that cats are very much a part of the family and some children even feel closer to their cats more than their siblings. (laughs) Speaking of children, the National Institute of Health found that children under the age of one years old who were exposed to a cat were less likely to develop allergies and this includes more than just pet allergies. The study reported that high pet exposure in early life appears to protect against other common allergies such as dust mites, ragweed and grass. Cats can help strengthen our bones. I bet you didn't know that one. This is all down to the cat's purr too. Scientific American research revealed that the frequency of a cat's purr can actually, while slowly, heal bone fractures and improve bone density. There is real power in those purrs and some of us cat owners may have also realised and especially during the current pandemic and lockdown, cats can help us cope during difficult times. Healing with grief is never easy but owning a cat is one of the best ways to cope. Cats have been shown to help reduce symptoms associated with grief such as crying, They also serve as a social support with many owners, often choosing to talk to their pets rather than humans about their feelings. I'm going to finish off now with one of my favourite cat quotes. Sigmund Freud once said, Time spent with cats is never wasted. And it seems he was certainly onto something. Aside from being adorable companions, research has found that cats can do wonders for your mental health. I hope you enjoyed this special episode just about cats. We would love to hear about your cat stories. So feel free to just reach out to us via Instagram or Facebook at Chatty Cats Care and send in a short story or note about why your cat is special to you. If you like this episode, please don't forget to rate, like, subscribe and review this podcast. It would mean so much to us and it would really help us to get the word out to lots of cat lovers and make this even bigger and better.